Here at Notes of Agoon, we want you to have amazing sex, which is why I want to tell you about a popular sex enhancer, the Promescent Delay Spray, that's been used by over a million men and is clinically proven to help you last longer in bed. It takes the edge off and sensitivity levels down, so you don't have to worry about finishing too soon. Don't want to worry about that. No prescriptions, no mess, no pesky subscriptions require just better sex, guaranteed with a 60-day money-back policy. I recently used it, and I'll tell you this, uh, uh, it's a better product than some of the other products on the market. They sell condoms that do a similar thing, and um, if you pull the condom off and then go in raw, which you're going to, uh, uh, it will transfer the, the numbness to your partner, whereas Promescent Delay Spray does not do that. Uh, so see what the buzz is about for yourself and grab a bottle along with all your sexual wellness products from specially formulated arousal gels to supplements and more in one trusted spot that ships fast and discreet. So go to promescent.com. They've got an assortment of products to enhance your sex life. And if you use promo code GOON, you're going to get 15% off your purchase and free shipping. One more time, that's promo code GOON for 15% off your purchase and free shipping. Just go over to P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T. Dot com And again, use that promo code GOON for 15% off your purchase and free shipping. All right, let's get this show started. What's up, goons? It's episode 80. It's your host, Chris Vega, Chris from Brooklyn. If you're listening to this on Tuesday, when it comes out... Make sure you come check out me and Justin Silver at the Rhode Island Comedy Connection in Providence. We've got two shows, uh, Friday the 11th, and then two shows Saturday the 12th, and then one show on Valentine's Day, uh, Monday the 14th. That's a live gay sex show. Uh, So if you come through, I will be butt-fucking Justin. You're the top? Yeah. So you're telling me – all right, Justin, I'm assuming he's going to headline these shows. He works out with chains on his neck. Definitely a sub. Do you think anybody has ever headlined and bottomed in the same weekend? Mateo Lane. Yeah? If you're a bottom, you're a bottom. Uh, do you think he's a bottom? I don't know. I've never asked. Me neither. I just assumed. Yeah. I've made that assumption before and been wildly wrong, though. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I always figured they all switch hit a little bit, and they kind of... They kind of... They're, they're mystified. The gays, I think, mystify things unnecessarily for us straights. What do you mean? I think they all kind of switch hit a little. There's what? no way that there's dedicate everybody. Like you, you never once tried. You're telling me you're gay, and you never took a cock in the butt, or you're gay and you've only taken cocks in the butt. And I've known of gay guys who were flamboyant, overly sexualized, who never did either. What? Yes, I know. Uh, there was all a, mouth stuff. All mouth stuff, and this is a guy who. Talks a lot about sex and sexuality and gayness. It's like to an obnoxious level. Yeah, but maybe he only likes getting his dick sucked and sucking dick. Ain't Still with that. technically a virgin. Stop being so overly sexualized, you virgin loser. Hey, man, sex is what sex is to a lot of different people, man. When you were in high school, if somebody told you they weren't a virgin and you found out they had only gotten a blowjob, you would call them a liar and a stupid virgin. All right, but we're in our 30s. I think the rule applies. <laughs> I think I, I think in this instance, it levels out. 
So the all right, tell me which is the one beer. Just just wondering, trying to not to derail. Which is the one beer that you bought? I bought the White Claw. I'm, I'm doing a for people who are listening to this on audio. I'm doing a flight of fancy, is what I call a flight of beers, <laughs> which is where uh, you know I like to have three beers on the show because I. I'm having a six-pack with you, the listener. Uh, so uh, there were two beers that didn't match in the fridge. It was a Bud Light and a Flying Dog. And I went out and I figured I'd go a little locale and I got myself a White Claw. Which one did you think I bought? The Bud Light? I thought you bought the Bud Light, yeah. I Bud Light you, was already here. I thought you went to go buy one Bud Light. And I was like, man, could he look any more white trash? That's why I didn't do that. <laughs> and I didn't want to buy a 24-ounce... Uh, Core's original, which is what's on sale at the store, which I, you know, I'll look, you know, I'll look white trash for a bargain, Mike. Fair enough. Yeah, but that's a bit much on a this late on a Monday. Yeah, it's a. I don't need to get all that. I, that that's serious. But before we get moving on, I need. Uh, I got. I got. There's one quick thing, real quick, Mike. You plugged your date in Rhode Island. What else? I got a bone to pick with you. Ooh, okay. You're just gonna commit to doing this exclusively as your drop. Um. I'm just saying, it, you were supposed to write. I got two bones to pick with you, Mike. <laughs> uh, 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 you were supposed to write a article, a column, a column yeah, to, submit uh, the, to, to submit as a syndicated column. Now you need six samples from, is what I understood. We should start with one and get it graded by an English teacher, which was the idea. Now I, I, I saw you the other day. You said you would have this to me. I never received it, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, well, you know what's going on, Mike. You know, so, you just interview one of your karate friends. <laughs> so what happened was uh-huh. uh, you we, completely forgot and didn't I do didn't, the thing that you I said didn't you were going to do. Completely forget. By the way, what do you mean karate friends? What? I know MMA professional MMA fighters. Okay. Do they know any karate? Some of them maybe, but I mean, you're talking about them like it's fucking Ralph Macchio and Johnny Lawrence running around. Why? I mean, I'm not. First of all, those are professional martial artists. <sighs> They're professional martial arts instructors. It's different. You can interview one of your instructors. All right, I'll interview Diego for next week. All right, did any of them go all all Valley? Any of your karate friends? Because if they didn't, none of the professional fighters that I know and talk to regularly. Uh-huh. Uh, have ever gone all Valley. Some of them have gone all UFC and won a title. Okay. Right, but no, not, none of not all Valley. All right, so maybe you don't shit on... Two former all Valley champions. Yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Yeah, so I need six of these. Well, let's start with one. Okay, let's do... It's going to be an MMA... And I could punch it up a little, too. You know what I mean? I could help you out. Get a little punch here. You know, I'm a professional. I'm a, I, I, you know, I, I'm a published author. So what had happened? What, what did you write? Uh, snake dick. Oh, yeah, right. Several right. articles for hard money. <laughs> uh, okay, so, see, when you reminded me, uh, it was already, like, 3 in the morning mm-hmm. on Saturday, mm-hmm. right? And then uh, Alex and I slept until, like... Three in the afternoon on Sunday, mm-hmm. and then we went to her mom's house, and I did a bunch of booking, and we had a big old dinner, and then mm-hmm. I fell asleep on the couch, mm-hmm. and then I woke up this morning, and I had to get all my my BYM work done, and prep for the show, and do all that before I came here mm-hmm. to do this show. So yeah, I mean the the reminder was at a pretty inopportune time. Yeah, but at some point during the week, you should have known you. And I also I texted you about something. 
And you really didn't get back to me. This is the other bone I had to pick. What was you. the thing you texted? Well, me? remember we were talking about the pillow fighting championship on the show, right? Okay. Now, I watched some of their pay per view because I found it for free on the internet. Okay. Um, and I sent you a link to the website, and apparently we could just sign up to fight in the pillow fighting championship, Mike. You're a prof- now. I might probably can't do it, right? Because. I watched the show. They had actual professional MMA fighters on there. You know what I mean? And I, you know, I have no fights. You have at least amateur fights. You know what I mean? You have two amateur, three amateur fights now. Okay. When we, when you talked to me about this uh, uh, outside, right in the in the lobby there, oh, uh, I would, I'll sign up. Yeah. You don't think they're gonna take you? I mean, possibly, possibly not. Could we? Tra- can I train with you guys? Can uh, do you think Diego come up with a pillow fighting training program? I mean, honestly, I'm sure if if we paid Diego his rate to train with him for an hour, he would he would you know train us in whatever martial art we asked him to. Probably because mm. I feel like he could watch a couple of these and figure out. Okay, well here we go. Putting our money where our mouth is. I'm actually going to back this one up, right? I'm going to do this. Okay, on the show, we're going to sign up here. Okay, well yeah, and then we'll use the show. Well, you can use your email address for you, and then we can use the show email for me. Well, uh, all right. Yeah, see, maybe, all right, just, you know, maybe just take this off the screen and just put our phone numbers and emails in, not in the video. All right. Um, But I think, honestly, I think it's anybody's game. I watched a fight between two guys, both nicknamed Joker. Both, and it made me. It actually made uh, it, it made me realize that the South Park episode about uh, Mexican Joker was just about how Mexican guys love the Joker because they were both Hispanic fighters with Joker tattoos, like the hand one. One of them had the hand one, and one of them had like a mouth tattoo. Wait, the smile on the hand? Yes, somebody had that tattoo in the Pillow Fighting That's Championship. Genuinely, one of my favorite tattoos. I'm just saying, it's a pretty dope tattoo. Two Hispanic people with Joe. Like, I think Hispanic. I I think the Joker is like Deadpool for fat white guys to Hispanic guys who whoa. aren't necessarily fat. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I'm not that fat, and I love Deadpool. I was pretty fat at the time that I fell in love with Deadpool, though. I'm just saying. You probably liked Deadpool more while you were fatter. Yeah, that might be true. Yeah, it's definitely true. How long does it take to sign up for a pillow fighting championship? It takes a while. So now, but here's the thing, Mike. I don't even know why you would fight me on this. You kind of were just like, I don't want to do that. And it's just like, dude, you just rack up championships. You have two belts. You're two division champ, two sport. You're a two sport athlete after this. Kratom fighting and pillow fighting. I mean, boxing and pillow fighting. Kratom boxing. No, it's just regular boxing. You guys weren't on Kratom? No. It seems like it takes the f- fucking sting out of things. No, that, that would be the point, which is what you don't want to do. You want to do this boxing. You don't want to take the sting. You want more sting. Mm. All right. So are we signed up? Uh, I'm putting in my info right now. How long? All right. I'll put my info in after the show. I don't think you will. How How is it to type your email address and phone number, Mike? Well, yeah. There's a whole other fucking page. Oh, let me see what the other page is. Okay. Well, this has information, sensitive information on it, but yeah. Oh, ben, do, ben, whatever you do, Ben, fucking censor yeah, this. Yeah, blur this. Ben. If this is up, blur it, right? But it's asking for fight experience, years and type. Okay. We're going to put two years boxing, and and that's it. So um, I would have to put zero, well, I guess six months of jujitsu five years ago? Yeah. 
Tell us why you should be selected. I'm gonna kick ass. All right, what else should I put? No, seriously, I am. I am a producer at a popular podcasting network. Mm-hmm. Yeah, could possibly bring in some sponsorship dollars. I recently won a fight at a large festival. Um, I you headlined a fight at a large festival uh, that did thousands of pay-per-view buys, Mike. It's true. Uh, I'm used to fighting. Uh, Thousand, you headlined a show that had thousands of pay-per-view buys. Uh, that is absolutely what you put in this for them to choose you for Pillow Fight. If you win a Pillow Fight, this is a real thing. This isn't Skank Fest, which is just a sideshow for comedians. You're not, you're not just a sideshow freak anymore if you win the Pillow This is a real sport now, Mike. Pillow fighting championship. They're actually making this. I was reading an interview with the CEO, and it's very silly. He's just like, well, you know, a lot of people want to watch athletic competition, but they just don't like the violence of MMA or boxing. So we decided to create a new sport. It's like, dude, you you have a fetish and too much money. That's the <laughs> only reason why this sport exists. You know what I mean? It's not like this sport in quotes. I mean, I think it's a sport. Those guys look pretty winded at the end of the pillow fights. If you get two athletes and you go beat the shit out of each other with pillows, it becomes a sport. If you create rules. But here's the thing, though. it's I believe it's only three 90-second rounds. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, shit. I could go ham on that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Pretty sick. And what's the worst that can happen? I guess you could get a concussion from a pillow. Yeah. It is possible. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm I whatever. I get concussions from training with Lewis all the time. Who yeah, cares? you're slurring right now, and you haven't had a drink in eight years. <laughs> I haven't had a drink in longer than that. All right, whatever. It's still a problem. Um, the speech thing. I mean, um, I believe I'll bring in um, viewers and possibly sponsorship dollars. And then say the thing about headlining a show. Jesus Christ! I'll just do this after the show. This is crazy. Hmm. You'll be plugging it on Fight Journal, which has thousands of views a week, which is your training show that you train on weekly. Mm-hmm. This is a new... Bur- you know something? I can't believe you don't know how to promote yourself. Really, I should just be White Don King. Juan King. <laughs> John King. John King? Yeah. Like Juan my- King is Mexican. Is he? Yes. Uh, but I would spell it with a W. Be one king. One king is... Which also sounds like a Rasta. One king? If I was one king? Nah, if it was one, W-A-N king, then that's fucking obviously you Chinese. Asi- Asi- some sort of Asian? Yeah. Damn. John King. All right. I guess I'm John King. Only in America, baby. <laughs> Only in America. You can start a podcast, and 14 minutes later, you're a professional pillow fighting promoter. <laughs> I'm breaking it in. I love this country. Okay, boxing, and I've headlined a boxing event at a large... uh, I've also headlined boxing. Okay, we're going to do the rest of yours after the show, too. (laughs) Jesus Christ. You really did get punched in the head today. Maybe. Um, And I'm featured... I got this. I got this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's just a lot of typing in the first 10 minutes of the show, Mike. Okay. Well, I don't know. You wanted me to sign up for this. I thought it was just a thing. Hmm. Um, get me a bottle opener. All right, I'm going to just toss you a lighter.
But I look, man, I think you have a chance at this, Mike. You have heart. And also whatever that thing that Homer Simpson had in that episode where he had the extra layer over his brain. Talking about fucking like Nate Diaz disease? Yeah. You think I can kind of take a punch? Yeah. That should be all right. Dude, if you could take a put, look, if you could dodge a wrench, you could dodge a ball. That's basically what this pillow fighting thing is. Mm. So I'll hit you with a wrench a couple times and you'll be ready for this fucking pillow fight, dude. I'll be your trainer. What? You're going to hit me with a wrench? Yeah. Like in dodge. So you're going to be my trainer and my manager? And your manager. And Diego will also help you train. And then I'll also be in the thing. It'll be fun. It's going to be a great outing for us. It's in Boca Raton, Florida. You know what? You can have a rematch with Dylan for the pillow fighting championship in Boca Raton, Florida. In his backyard? In his hometown. Maybe he has an advantage. Wow. I don't know. Is the pressure going to get to him? Probably. Does that work for you? Look, this is a big deal, man. We're going to move on with this. It's going to be great. Look, maybe we can get our good friends at Yo Kratom involved. That'd be pretty tight. Hell yeah. Moving on. Oh. Well, hold on. I got to do... I I just got to upload a photo to the... Oh, you're almost done? Yeah. I think. What photo are you uploading? Ah, uh, dude, my kidneys hurt. <laughs> what photo are you uploading, Mike? Sorry. Um, I got distracted. My body Is it the one of me and you from Skankfest? No, oh, it's this one. Oh. Yeah, I think that's an accurate representation of what I bring to the table. You've gained weight since this photo. No, I'm about where I was. This photo I was about 205 pounds. I remember when this photo was taken. You weigh 205 pounds? Right now? Mm-hmm. I'd say I weighed less than that. Hmm. I weigh 205 pounds. Huh. Yeah, I should get back down to like the high 180s so my kidneys stop hurting. That's not why your kidneys hurt. I don't know. Why do my kidneys hurt then? It's probably your diet. Yeah. Well, that's also what's making me fat though. You're, you haven't eaten a vegetable in months. What are vegetables? Terrible. All right, moving on. I mentioned we would get the good people at Yo Delta involved, or, or Yo Kratom involved, but you know who they really are, is they're the people who brought us Yo Delta, Mike. Yo Delta is their Delta 8 THC company, and what they do is uh, they make uh, high-quality Delta 8 THC products that are good for you if you're in a state where marijuana is illegal. There's a good chance that Delta 8 THC is legal, and here's the thing. It gets you high. Uh, the thing about uh, getting high on Delta 8 is uh, the gummies, I can always attest to really will fuck you up. They're, they're high-quality product. Yo Delta has been a big sponsor of everything we do around here. Uh, they really help us out, um, and they've just been a, they've, they've been a great sponsor. Mike has a belt from them. Uh, Hell yeah. From, from the Skankfest fight. You really sound like you've had the shit beaten out of you. You're not on a bunch of Kratom, are you? Not yet. You need it for, to heal your kidneys. Uh-huh. Hmm. So yeah, go to YoDelta.com and use the promo code GAS, and you're going to get 25% off your order of high-quality vapes. They got, what do they got? Oh, they, 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 got the, they got the gummies, the vapes. They got everything on there, right? They got quite a bit. They got quite a bit. Just go to YoDelta.com, take a look over at the website, use that promo code GAS, you're going to get 25% off your order. Moving on. Uh-oh. My, what? So I, I submitted, Uh-huh. right? And this is, so I'm in the running, but... Uh-huh. This is what they're suggesting I do if I want to get picked. Let me see. Several things you improve your job as a competitor. Okay, subscribe to our YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Obviously, just fishing, right? Yes. Um, 
get a fight PFC pillow and practice. Send us videos of your moves and we'll post on our feed where your future fans can see them. I would never in a million billion years do practice pillow fighting moves and then send it to another company. Um, Find an ideal opponent. They want you to bring your own opponent and write your own backstory and storyline heading into this. We just did it. You versus Dylan, the rematch. I feel like I might lose to Dylan in a pillow fighting match, and I don't want to give him that. Then you guys build to the rubber match. What's the rubber match? MMA? Yeah, whatever you want, Mike. I'm not the booker here. All right. All right, I'm liking this now. Watch our training videos. Be a ladder match. (laughs) Find a sponsor. Money talks. We got a sponsor. All right. Potentially. Uh, well, I have uh, I have access to another Delta Eight sponsor. Yeah, yeah, but right. I don't think that would be cool to do that to the good people. No, we got to give you know the I am the Yo Kratom champion. We got to give Yo Kratom right a chance first refusal. To, yeah. Um, are you a model, actor, social media influencer, or professional spokesperson? We're all of those things. Both what? of us. Fight PFC will also be marketing our swag, t-shirts, pajamas, and logo pillowcases, as well as subscription to pay-per-view events, are all structured so that we can reward uh, PFC pillow fighters assisting in their Salem promotion. This is eventually just to only get hot chicks that are famous to do this, because they can't do Triller. That's all this is. <laughs> like, hot chicks that are, like, legit famous, like Instagram models, can't do Triller. So if they build this brand enough... And they can they can get some sponsor dollars on board. They can pay hot Instagram thoughts to just do professional pillow fighting, and people will subscribe. Yeah, like Julia Rose versus Charlie, whatever. Yeah. in a fucking pillow yeah. fight. Yeah, I'd watch that. Yeah. All right, I'm in. All right, I'm in to build their empire. Though I'll be the fucking I'll be the hoist Gracie of yeah, PFC. hell yeah, hell yeah, dude. That'd be tight. It's it's I did like I said I watched like a good chunk. First of all, the pay per view was four hours. Which is, I mean, that's too long for UFC. What are you fucking doing? You psychos. Whatever. Moving on again. I guess we got to talk about Joe Rogan again, Mike. When did we talk about Rogan last time? Last week. We talked a little bit about how he had beaten science because of that one ivermectin study out of Japan. Oh, right, 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 right. You know, because Joe Rogan won. He beat science. Mm -hmm. Uh Meatheads always beat science. Yeah, but... It's like how, like, a woman can lift a car if her child's trapped under it. Right. Women are bad at STEM. We keep hearing that in the news. Yeah, but but science always hits back. Huh? Science always hits back. With the N-word. And that seems to be the karma coming for Joe. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so that's an old compilation video that came out. If you don't know, we're not going to play it on the show. I Why? We could. We could. I mean, everybody's seen it. All right. Yeah, you're yeah. right. <laughs> Everybody has seen it. You don't want to just spend 25 seconds listening to it? Not really. Because <laughs> it's just hard R's with no con- there's no jokes and no context, which is what they needed to do. It was uncomfortable to listen to just Joe Rogan say, and I knew what it was. It was that point in time where people were having the debate. Louis C.K. has that famous joke where it's like, you're worse for making me thinking, think it by saying the N-word than actually just saying the word to quote when somebody has called somebody the N-word, right? Yeah. That's that's that that's the crux of the whole thing, and Rogan fell firmly on the flat on the side of no no words are stupid right. I said we were talking about this the other night. Um, there was a fucking brief what two three year period where the entire world finally got over the curse words, right? Like obviously the F, uh, the FCC didn't change their lo- laws, but 
We as a society got over curse words. Nobody cared about words like fuck, shit, piss, like all, you know, the big ones. People stopped caring about those. And it was like, holy shit, we really don't have any curse words, though slurs are bad. Then it became slurs are now worse than any curse word ever used to be. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it would be like you got, there was a guy who said uh, fuck on SNL and got fired. Jenny Slate. Yeah. And then, but that's what I'm saying is like, there were people who used to get fired for that shit and you'd never hear from them again. Now, this is kind of just like, because of social media, these people try to come back and then it's just a constant barrage of people just demolishing them. And so like Rogan and like even more stuff has come out about Rogan where they'll cut stuff up. The Rock uh, endorsed him. Had his back. Had his back. But the COVID stuff. But the COVID stuff. And then he didn't even watch the video that we're talking about uh-huh. or get any context. And was like, well, I didn't hear that he had said that. Uh, you've changed my mind to some random guy on Twitter. Uh, I think just an author. And uh, 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 changed The Rock's mind completely. And kind of the thing was like, man, maybe The Rock should have kept his fucking mouth shut. You're the biggest movie star in the world. Because he's not going to come back. I guarantee now he knows the context. Probably doesn't think Joe Rogan should be canceled. But there was... If you Googled Joe Rogan for two days, the first 10 articles in Google News was The Rock rescinds support of Joe Rogan uh-huh. from different websites. And he didn't even necessarily say that. He just said, I didn't know that. Now I know more about his character. Thank you. He said mahalo, which I feel like if I say that, it's cultural appropriation. <laughs> but this happens the same week Aquafina is now off Twitter. She had to apologize for using a black scent. Oh. Yes. Uh, apparently, people were dragging her for using a black scent. Now, here's the thing about the black scent. We'll talk about this in another segment later in the show. It's uh, – I get why people would get mad at that. But at the same time, you're also not allowed to say somebody sounds black. You're not why? like – because people will literally go, what does black sound like? He's like, I don't know. Fucking Barry White is clearly a black person. Like, when you hear a voice, even without an accent, you'd be like, ah, that's a black dude. I feel like you can do that. Like, you can't, like, there's there's no white guy attached to Barry White's voice. No. Or sorry. Ahmed Johnson's voice. I'll pick fucking 15 black guys. Or The Rock's voice, for that matter. You know what I mean? That's not like a white guy. I have a white guy voice. I have a relatively aggressive white guy voice. So does Joe Rogan. But it doesn't sound like a black guy voice. I don't know why. Okay. Let me tell you something. It doesn't matter what your voice is. Because <laughs> if The Rock hears you saying the N-word 25 times in 25 seconds. I it was 12 times. 12 times. Whatever. However many times. Turn that word sideways and shove it up your candy ass. Turn it sideways. Jesus. That's going to be a hell of a gape. Uh-huh. Six letters. Uh-huh. Six sideways letters, right? Well, you know, you tell you right up your Rudy Pooh candy ass. People were sharing clips of The Rock, you know, because The Rock has said like "ching chong bing bong" on various uh, wrestling promos, and then people were like, "Well, wrestling is scripted." And I'm like, it's pretty well known that The Rock's promos were not scripted. So they found a, a tweet of him calling some a random woman a tranny face hooker. Yes, like immediately. Like, don't ever do this. Like, don't engage in this. 
because they will always find another thing that you did. Well, but it's like, all right, the other problem is like somebody like uh, Sebastian Bach, right? Uh-huh. He popped up and he's been talking like, a lot of shit about Rogan, about the science stuff recently. And uh, Eric from Gas keeps posting an image that says uh, AIDS kills. It's a oh, Sebastian. he wore that shirt that said AIDS kills fags dead. Right. Yes. Um, and like pretty famous. Keeps, and he keeps tagging him in and, and saying, "Hey, did, is this you?" <laughs> and it's like it, every like the the problem with this once you've crossed this Rubicon. Now no one's safe. And everybody who's like on the left. Well, that's the thing about the Rogan thing is all of that stuff was from over 10 years ago. It's not like it was like something like you could probably find something I said from six months ago. <laughs> six days ago when we last recorded this show. Uh, 16 minutes ago before we started this show. Uh 15 minutes ago while we were on this show. <laughs> Look, whatever. I say a lot of stupid, stupid things. Right, I'm playing a character. This is fiction, okay? Yeah, it's the Terry Bollet defense. Yeah, well, no, look, the, the point of this show is that I'm playing the version of myself that I could have become had I chosen to. That's why I'm drinking alone and rambling, Mike, all right? Yeah, we all know is, that was a path I could have easily gone down. It could have been every day. This is nothing like... Uh, this is, I do not act like this in real life. No? Never. <laughs> Never! All right, I'll take your word for it. I've never met you before. But Joe Rogan, look, the only way Joe Rogan's getting out of trouble, uh, I'm going to tell you this right now. Uh, he's got to open a show with Dave Chappelle. He just did whatever the next, did he come out with an episode today? I don't think he did. Uh, he's got a next episode, Dave Chappelle, and just start the show. Let me tell you something, Joe Rogan. I smoke rocks. And then they just smoke crack in the beginning of the show, and everybody will be so dumbfounded, they will not. Like, if Joe Rogan and Dave Chappelle just smoke crack together on a podcast on Spotify, everyone f- will forget he said the N-word. I don't... And if Dave Chappelle was just like, Joe, if I turn my back on you for saying the N-word, I'd be about as pussy as Patton Oswald as he hit the crack pipe. Fantastic. I mean, that would be majestic. Don't get me wrong. Um... Especially since Dave Chappelle made a lot of money saying the N-word. Chappelle did make quite a fortune. Dave Chappelle, he had a... Fu- Fucking show about a white family. Now, am I even allowed to say it's because it's what an A N I G G A R? It wasn't A R. It was A R. Oh, okay, but that was the, that was the whole bit. Oh, you talking about Ronnie from the Dice Game? Yeah. No. 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 no the no, boobs no. from that work. Was my milkman. <laughs> the milk route. But no. yeah, I'm just saying it's like. That's the only, I think that's the only way he completely gets out of this. Because that's what you usually need, right? Just a like the coolest black guy you can to defend you? Or not even to defend you. Just He doesn't even have to defend Joe Rogan. He just has to be on the show the next time there's an episode of the show. And then just they could not talk about it. They could talk about something completely different, and this will go away. I'm pretty sure it'll go away regardless, No. I mean, they keep trying to find other racist stuff that Joe Rogan said. Yeah, and now they're going transphobic, misogynistic, everything they can find. Well, they went into eugenics, which they took the thing out of context. Which he was, he had a guy on who, he even said, he was like, I regret, he said years ago, he's like, I regret having that dude on. Uh, he kind of like lied about what he wanted to talk about, and he kind of talked about this shit, just about like IQ levels. But it's like, you could always make the argument that IQ tests are racist. Like, I, I, like, I don't, I never like, found that and there's also a thing where it's like and it's it's not this is not racial at all it's um your frontal lobe develops poorly in a hectic household and if you tend to be if you tend to be more likely to be poor you're going to be in a 
hectic household, it's going to fuck with your, I think it's your impulse control or shit and shit like that. Hmm. Is the actual thing. Oh, that's what it was. That guy was on his show. Some guy was on his show saying, and he was, and he like fought him on it. He was like, I don't know about that. And it was just like, uh, uh, say that uh, black people have an aggressive gene. But I don't think that's true. It was just like, that was like a made up thing that they were trying to like, I think that's been washed away science. Like that was like some sh- weird shit where they were trying to talk. Like there was a thing. I think it was like trying to be about sports. And then they were just like, yeah, I think there's, this is nonsense. It's not like that Asian gene that makes them have flaky earwax, which is real. And the red face when they drink. And the red face, well, that's because of a lack of aldehydrogenase in their blood. Yeah, but that's still a thing. But also less BO. I think I might take a lower drinking tolerance if it meant I could wear white t-shirts without staining them. You're telling me you can get drunk cheaper and not sweat through your shirts? And not stink? Yeah, it seems like a pretty good deal to be Asian. Pretty solid deal. Aquafina crushing it. Except uh, my boy John, who used to like every time, every time he would have like anything more than like two or three beers, it's like, oh yeah, he's falling asleep in this bar. Yeah, but he's falling asleep. He's not being like a reckless lunatic. No. That's fine. Yeah. Take a little nappy nap. <laughs> Remember, bud? All Take right. a load off. Take a load off. And you have a, you have a theory with Bill Simmons. Yeah, so fucking this week, right, for the, the first time, uh, that I can ever remember. I've been listening to Bill Simmons for quite some time. Yeah, you're 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 gay for Bill Simmons. I'm pretty gay for Bill Simmons. Um, yeah, he's like uh, he's about as left as they fucking come. You know, like I I heard him apologize for uh, somebody coming on his show and doing like a fucking African voice in regards to like Joel Embiid. What do you mean an African voice? Like he talked like this. Because oh, he did like the accent. African. No, no, he didn't. A guest did, and. Uh, he like made her come on to apologize about it later. Who, who was she? Ta- who was she talking? Joel Embiid. Oh, but she was just doing. I mean, that's yeah, just she was doing like a pretty accurate representation of what Joel Embiid sounds like. Honestly, I think an accent. I think you should be as long as you're not being patronizing. If you're, if you're, if you're telling a story and be like, and then this guy because it's like it leads to miscommunicate. You know what I mean? Like it's like accents lead to miscommunication. So you kind of have to if you're trying to tell the story. You have to tell it in the accent. You know what I mean? Like if you're like if if an accent has led to a miscommunication between you and a person, right? Mm-hmm. You kind of have to tell the story in the accent, or you can't get over. Yeah, that's that is a. You yeah. can't put forth the miscommunication. Yeah, because it doesn't like that's like that's like telling the punchline and then explaining the joke. Yes, you know what I mean. Like to to say it in the accent and be like, see what makes that funny is there was misunderstanding. At- yeah, like what? Exactly. So what was it? What, so what happened with Bill Simmons? So this Bill week? Simmons out of nowhere, right? Everybody's coming out there denouncing Joe Rogan. Uh, in the middle of his show, he, for the first time ever, is plugging on it. Alpha Brain. Alpha Brain. Was it particularly Alpha Brain? Yeah. Mm. It was like, yeah, the, the new products from on it. It was like... He uh, takes it? I don't know. Is it the human optimization uh, starter pack? Uh, it was Alpha Brain Black Label was what he was uh, Ooh, advertising. Fancy. I mean, he's just doing a read, though, Mike. They bought those spots. And they, the money's probably already spent. I get it. Um, it's just that that it's just odd timing to me uh-huh. to do it, you know, in the wake of like this whole Joe Rogan thing over the weekend to come out on Monday morning with your first, like, you know, an, an ad for the first time. It's for- true. You would drop the sponsor if you actually, at the very least, even if you had the sponsor. If you actually gave a fuck about what the guy was doing, you would drop the sponsor. 
And this is... You it's know, like Bill Simmons needs the fucking money. No, and Bill Simmons is also, like, the, the other interesting thing about that to me is Bill Simmons is the other big purchase that Spotify, Spotify made, right? right? Yeah. Like, you know, they... they what is it? They've spent $10 million on Gawker, or, or not Gawker. Uh, the Ringer, right? No, it was like Gizmodo or something like that. Okay. Like some uh, podcast company they spent like $10 million on, and then doubled down later, spent $100 million on Rogan, and then I think $100 million on Simmons as well. Well, like, it was, his whole, it was whole whole, his whole company, right? Yeah. Okay. No, Gimlet, right? They bought Gimlet. Gimlet, that's yeah. what I was thinking of, yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, look. Maybe that's what that is. I think that's a good. That's a weird conspiracy theory. Or maybe they're all just tied in in Spotify and just trying to help each other out. Yeah, like that's another. Well, Bill Simmons thing. also has a. He's a vested interest in Rogan staying on Spotify. How so? The better Spotify does, the better he does. Like if people flee Spotify, they can't afford him anymore. Yeah, and I'm sure that he got some kind of stock option with selling his company too. Exactly. Yeah, like he, he's he's entitled to points. Well, that was a weird thing. I pointed this out on High Society last week, which is like everybody was pointing to the stock, the Spotify stock going down. Netflix stock is down. Every yeah, stock Netflix, that every stock that popped, all those subscription stocks that popped during the pandemic, are down. Yeah, but I mean, Netflix also they they reported you know just bad earnings, like versus like Snapchat reporting their best earnings ever in their you know. Their stock price is way up. Sure, but I mean, Spotify. Uh, this is their stock price is down because of the Rogan news. It's not just down because of the Rogan news. It's down when the whole market is down. Mm. I mean, maybe they lost more of their market cap because of it. Because maybe like bigger institutional investors see a problem with it. But it comes right back if the subscribe. Like when they do their next earnings call, that value comes right back. As long as the earnings aren't down. So do you think the Onnit deal is something like in Rogan's $100 million payout, like part of it was to run Onnit No, I'm ads. sure Onnit has to separately buy ads on Bill Simmons' podcast the same way people – like I think Rogan still sells his own ads huh. for his show. Like Spotify doesn't sell his ads. They, I think they place his mid-rolls. Yeah. But that's huh. it. Uh, what do you think about this other thing? Uh, now, Rumble. Oh, right. Rumble. Yeah, that is actually. Yeah, Rumble offered him a hundred million. I mean, whatever. I don't think Rumble has a hundred million dollars. Why not? I mean, they could get a hundred million dollars. Are they backed by Peter Thiel? I don't think so. Look that up. I think so. They might be. Peter Thiel's a fucking interesting duck. I that, that guy's like somebody that like is vilified in the media, but I, I kind of respect him for getting Gawker out of the fucking picture because that was a terrible website. Uh, yeah, Teal-backed uh, video platform Rumble offers Rogan $100 million to switch from Spotify. Huh. That makes sense. I mean, look, I, I said this. I was just thinking this. I was like, Ooh, imagine Rogan just leaving. goes to Vimeo. He was making plenty of money without the exclusive licensing deals. Yeah. What if he just put his show on Vimeo? That would really fuck over YouTube. Peter Teal's also stepping down from the board of Facebook. Why? I don't know. Facebook is fucked. He's going to reportedly focus on pro Trump, pro Trump advocacy. Jesus Christ! Yeah. What a weird thing, pro Trump advocacy. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what that means. Me neither. He's just going to build Trump billboards. I, the guy might not even make it to the next election. He's eighty. Uh, focus on advancing his pro-Trump political agenda in the 2022 campaign cycle. Is that a, is that a quote from him or a fucking random news article? Bloomberg and Wall Street Journal are reporting okay. that. If he's saying that, that's a fucking crazy thing to say, Peter Thiel. You fucking psycho. You're going to, you're going to tank the Palantir stock, you idiot. Rumble's not publicly traded yet. 
He was, oh, this is interesting. Uh, he became Facebook's first outside investor in 04, and he's been on the company's board since 2005. I could see one to fucking abandon. You know, Facebook lost their revenues way down just because Apple has tighter security measures now. Well, but also because they lost like uh, something like $10 million or $10 billion on uh, Meta over the last year. Well, I mean, yeah, but they're always going to have like a weird churn rate like that, like a company like that. But it's a big part of like what fucked up uh, revenue for them and a few other, like Google and a few other companies. Um, is Apple tightened security on iPhones and Macs, and now they can't accurately they can't as accurately target the uh, information and sell ads as well. Huh. So it it really it fucked up the earnings for a lot of major tech companies. Just Apple being like, hey, you can't have this for free anymore. Just tighter. They're not selling it either. Just tighter security from Apple because they have such a high market share in the United States, which is the most valuable customers. Hmm. Right? Apple's what like eighty percent market share in the United States. Is it really? I think so. But that has nothing to do with Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan will be fine. Um, I hope he has Dave. Sh- Who, who's another black guy that he could have on that makes this go away? Or if he just gets Kim Jong-un, I think all this goes away. You think, uh... Hmm. Like if you get a big enough guest... Kanye? He already had Kanye. Okay. He's already had Chappelle. Well, it's weird is it... Yeah, I, I guess. I think Dave Chappelle is more of a... I guess if he had Kanye on... No, because Kanye's already... Because Kanye was a Trump guy... He's already kind of like, eh, he doesn't count anymore. You know what I mean? It's pretty whack. I feel like that's true, though. I feel like that's the way he gets portrayed. They also had like this weird list where they were like, here's all Rogan's left-leaning guests and all his right-leaning guests. It was like a short list of left-leaning guests and a long list of right-leaning guests. It was like, there's only 50 names here. He's done thousands of shows. <laughs> what about all those people? Yeah, but what about the the time when he had, uh, who is it? He had Tulsi Gabbard. and Tulsi Gabbard was on the right-wing side. What? Yeah. What is? Wasn't she a Democratic? Yes. This year, or two years ago. Like, it's crazy. She was a Democratic congresswoman two, three years ago. What's she doing now? She's being hot? I think she went back to the military. She got a podcast. Hell yeah. Hotcast. Good for her. Yeah. All right, moving on. Mike, there was another big news story this week that I think is very funny. Um, well, not very funny, but pretty fucking funny. Um, so there's something called the crisis text line, uh, the crisis text line from this company called Upsolve, um, <clears throat> which is it's focused on teenagers, and you can it's essentially better help but free, and you can text in for help. So you can literally just text the number instead of like calling a suicide prevention line. You can uh, text the crisis text line something like, oh my God, someone's murdering me, please send help. And they'll be like, dickhead, why didn't you call 911 or whatever? But if you're having like uh, mental issues, you know what I mean? Like if you're, if you're, if you're, if you're at, if you're in crisis mode, Mike, as many young people are, like I would, like you can text them any sort of thing and they'll try to help you. They'll try to talk you down. You can be like, hey, blah, blah, blah. But here's what it found out. We're talking about all the information stuff uh, in the last segment, but- Apparently, they're a non-for-profit, but they have a for-profit subsidiary, and uh, they were just selling all the data that they were getting from these texts. From a crisis line. From a crisis text people line focused at point. teenagers. And people are a little mad. Yeah, understandably so. Uh, there's an article in Wired that's just like, 
hey, uh, uh, just so you know, like, imagine they texted you back. You're like, hey, I really need help. I feel like I'm going to kill myself. And they were like, hey, just so you know, um, we're going to use this conversation to help our for-profit subsidiary build a tool for companies who do consumer support. You'd probably be like, oh, I don't really think this is going to help much. Like, if you, like, know that as you're about to text in, like, you don't, I don't text that company that I feel like is selling my data. Like, I'm not going to text Facebook and be like, hey, I'm going to kill myself. They're going to be like, well, I guess we got to suspend you. Like, if you just post about killing yourself on Facebook, they just suspend your account. True. They don't do anything to help you. If you post about, that's what's pretty funny about that. It's like, they figured out how to sell that suicidal data. They're like, oh, shit, this bitch is depressed. Start sending her ice cream ads. You know what I mean? They figured it out, Mike. You know what I mean? I think that's the way to go because Facebook did it the wrong way. Like, if you go, I'm going to kill myself on Facebook, they literally suspend your account and don't send you any ice cream. Fucked up. This bitch can send a fucking ice cream truck to your door. Like, literally, you text them, I feel like killing myself, and you hear, and they'll be like, oh, shit, ice cream. I don't want to die. Yeah, I want a fucking bomb. Oh, an ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go get Mr. Softy. I'm going to get half rainbow sprinkles and half chocolate sprinkles. Damn. Hell yeah. They figured out how to do that half and half shit, dude. Hell yeah. Crazy. It's, but it's such a, like, I can't even imagine. So, like, uh, the woman who is the CEO of this company uh, did some TED Talks. And, like, years ago, and really, really thinks something about herself. Nancy Lublin is her name. And, I sent you one of her TED Talks that she did. Um, can you go to the first timestamp I sent you? And we'll pause this here and there and just make fun of it. Um, this here? Yeah. First of all, terrible pantsuit. Uh, seems like some sort of Asian cultural appropriation, just the way she's dressed. Doesn't she look like she's dressed like some sort of a North Korean monarch? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Dictatorship. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. All right. You ready? Yeah, let's listen. Um, or hyperventilating or crying. We just get facts. We get things like, I want to die. Pause, I have pause. a bottle of pills on the desk. I've got a bottle of pills in front of me. On the desk in front of me. <laughs> Need a desk with drawers? Go to Ikea.com. <laughs> Hide that bottle of pills so you're less likely to kill yourself. Here, keep playing this. Desk in front of me. And so the crisis counselor says, how about you put those pills in the drawer while we text? And they go back and forth for a while, and the crisis counselor gets the girl to give her her address. Because if you're texting a text line, you want help. So she gets the address, and the counselor triggers an act of rescue Pause while they're it. texting back and forth. Right here, she, that, that, that counselor is just charging her for a private ambulance company. It's just all, it's all stealing the data. Let's keep going. She looks like a, a domineering Velma from Scooby-Doo in this outfit. It's f infuriating me. You hate the outfit. I really do. And then it goes quiet. 23 minutes with no response from this girl. And the next message that comes in says, it's the mom. I had no idea, and I was in the house. We're in an ambulance on our way to the hospital. Pause right here. As a mom. That the mom didn't know that at all. Like, there's no way the mom... The mom doesn't know the fucking passcode to her daughter's phone. There's no way she could text back. This is a lie. 
That's not necessarily true. If the daughter's sitting there, like in the ambulance, the mom could be like, "Give me the passcode to your phone." And how does she know that she was the kid's not the kid's not? She ate a bottle of pills. It's doable. I believe it. I really don't think that's what the mom is thinking about at this in this moment. This is just a lie and a self. Remember TED Talks, and we all thought TED Talks were going to be this cool thing. I mean, they were for a bit. Yeah. You know, it's it's weird that they're over. It's almost like they were horseshit the whole time. Hmm. Like, everybody thought they were smart because they were watching bad poetry about fucking robots. Some of it was good poetry. This is all... It, it's just like Philip K, uh, K. Dick doing slam poetry is every TED Talk, and I fucking hate it. It's just... Ted X, there's like, oh, we're going to the extreme with this nerd shit. None of these are actually useful. I'm glad their moment is done. They got like a crazy buyout too, right, Ted? Did they? I think so. I think it's like people stopped trusting them and immediately tarnished their brand. Let's keep going. That one just, that, that just... <sighs> the next message comes a month later. I just got out of the hospital. I was diagnosed as bipolar, and I think I'm going to be okay. Yeah. Now, Pause it. I would love to tell you. Are you bipolar? Buy these high-powered magnets to fix your poles. Right here on Amazon. Let's keep it going. I would love to tell you that that's an unusual exchange, but we're doing, on average, 2.41 active rescues a day. 30% of our text messages are about suicide and depression. Huge. Pause it. The beautiful thing... Hold, hold on, keep it, actually, keep it going. The beautiful thing about the crisis text thing about line. crisis text line is that these are strangers counseling other strangers right. on the most intimate issues. Pause it right and here. And getting them... That's not the best thing. The best thing is that you can tell this... People not to kill themselves. That's it. It's not strange. They're literally just like, you can get them to go from hot moments to cold moments. It doesn't, none of this, just go to the second, just jump ahead a little bit. Go to the second thing. This woman is a ghoul and I hate her. She just wants, you can tell in this TED Talk where she's not admitting that they're planning on monetizing this information, that she just wants to monetize this information. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. But the thing that really gets me hot and sweaty about this, the oh, thing that really smart. gets me psyched is the data. Yeah. 6.5 million messages. Ooh. That's the volume, velocity, and variety to provide a really juicy course. Pause it. We can do things like... She's talking about suicidal teenagers, and they said, said two fucking sexually explicit things in a minute. Right? It's pretty gross, dude. Yeah, I'm not into this. Keep it going. Predictive work. We can do all kinds of conclusions and learnings from that data set. So we can be better and the world can be better. So how do we use the data to make us better? All right. Chances are someone here, someone watching this, has seen a therapist or a shrink at some point in time in your life. You do not have to raise your hand. Okay? <laughs> how do you know oh, that oh, person's oh, any good? Oh, they have a degree from Harvard on the wall? They're not a stranger over the text line. The bottom 10%? <laughs> when my husband and I saw our marriage counselor, I thought she was a genius when she said, I'll see you guys in two weeks, but I need to see you next week, sir. Pause this real quick. <laughs> quick personal anecdote. Uh, I went to see a couple's counselor with my girl a few years back. We were getting into some fights. Uh, and we went uh, exactly two times. 
You know why we went exactly two times, Mike? No, why is that? Because in the second time, the couples counselor sided with me in an argument, and then my girlfriend said, I don't think we need to go there anymore. <laughs> and uh, it just goes to show you, therapy does not work, and it's fake, and it's made for girls. Let's keep this going. <laughs> Great book out there called uh, uh, Nation Under Therapy that really outlines that. But, uh, that therapy is gay, made for girls? Yeah, it was written by a woman, too. Literally the whole theme of the book, One Nation Under Therapy. Christina Hoff Summers. I think you've referenced her before. Yeah, she's been, uh, I've interviewed her before. We have the data to know what makes a great counselor. We know that if you text the words numbs and sleeve, there's a 99% match for cutting. Pause this. Send, start sending the ads for Band-Aids, quick. Uh, sleeves to hide your wrists. Yeah. Quick, send them ads for those stupid nylon sleeves that have sleeve tattoos on them to cover all their knife wounds. Uh, send them uh, uh, makeup uh, cover-up, yeah. uh, you know, uh, concealer. Mm -hmm. or, yeah. yeah, good, good. Needle and thread, Mike. What? You got to stitch up those holes. There you go. Hell yeah. Neosporin. Wait. Get them a Neosporin ad, quick. <laughs> uh, uh, bedazzle the Zacto knives. <laughs> Ooh, yo, young girls love that. You, dude, Lisa Frank, but for cutting, dude. Like, you cut yourself, but there's, like, dye in the X-Acto knife, and it makes the blood come out rainbow colors, like unicorns and dude, shit. that actually will be pretty fucking tight. Dude, and it's, like, scratch and sniffs, so your blood, instead of smelling, like, metallic, it smells like cupcakes and shit. Ooh. You won't even know you're dying. Yeah. Oh, my God, I'm bleeding out, and I love it. Mm, the sweet, sweet scent I want to live. The sweet scent of candy has brought me back to life. It's risen me up. Let's listen to some more of this. I think they, I think they're pitching some more ads. Genuinely, that might be more beneficial than this horse shit. What Lisa Lisa Frank for suicides? Yes. Yeah, possibly. If all Exacto knives had like, uh, <laughs> if all Exacto knives had uh, messages of positive affirmation on them, like hang in there. Yeah. And with the kitten, that'd be sick. But then they might just go get a rope. You know. Hmm. Didn't think of that. Yeah. All right. You know that if you text in the words MG and rubber band, there's a 99% match for substance abuse. Pauses. That's correct. She's gotten something right. These guys are addicted to substances, but hold on. They put rubber band in there. They're listening to TI. Send them an ad for fake chains. What is MG? Milligrams. Oh. Yeah. Well, because now there's most of the substance abuse is from uh, opioids. Ah. Oh. So, like, I'm on an 80 milligram... This is what she's leaving out is that there's got to be context there. They're not just like, they're not just texting MG to a fucking counselor. And then it's like, so we know it's substance addiction if they use rubber band and MG. Because the sentence that has those words in it, I tied off with a rubber band and then shot 30 MGs of Oxycontin into my arm. I think it might come off like Marlon Wayans at the end of Requiem for a Dream. See, we know they say Requiem and Dream, there's still hope for them because that movie sucked and they watched it. If they move past that, they'll be fine. Wait, which one? I thought I thought Jared Leto lost his arm. Was it Jared? No, wasn't it Marlon Wayans? Not, oh, yeah. he just was he just ended up in jail. Yeah, he ended Jared up in Leto jail. lost the arm. Yeah. Either way, who cares? That movie, nobody ever did you watch that movie more than once? 
No. That's a movie nobody watches more than once. If you watch it more than once, that's probably better indicator that you have a substance abuse problem than this. Well, I've watched like I've watched one or two scenes more than once. You you just jerked off to the ass to ass scene with Jennifer Connelly a couple times. I had to take it out to breathe. Guilty. God damn it. She was ahead of the game in the eyebrow game, you know what I mean? How so? She had the bushy eyebrows first. For oh. girls. Now all these bitches have bushy eyebrows. Fair enough. They're fucking crushing the bushy eyebrow game. She was on top of it. So, end of the day, crisis text line, awful idea. I, good idea. Awful execution. We live in a hellscape where you can't not get pitched ads. I'll be honest, mostly I don't mind ads, but every once in a while, you get an ad at a time where you're like, I don't really need a fucking ad right now. And you know when I don't need an ad and to know I'm being pitched an ad? When I feel like killing myself. Well, no. So I think, here's the thing. I need to know that I'm not a pawn of our corporate overlords when I'm ready to die. Okay. Here's why I think it might actually be a good idea. <clears throat> Hear me out. Okay. Okay. If they figure out a way to sell you something, that company is like 15 times more likely. You know, I'm overweight and I just suck and I want to die. You get an ad on your phone for fucking heavy duty rope. Yeah, no. Make no, sure no. it snaps your neck. No, 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 no. The opposite. You get an, you get ads for fucking you know like fat camp, right? Because they you're saying that they should be giving you positive affirmation ads after this. I'm not, but they need they're going to send you things that you're likely to buy. Well, no. What so what they'll gonna, send you is workout equipment that pretends to be easy, and then you won't use it, and you'll still be fat, and you'll just have this expense that you spent money on, and then you'll be more likely to kill yourself. Because they're always going to send you an ad for the thing you're most likely to buy, right? So if you're fat and you want to kill yourself because you're fat, right? They'll Mm -hmm. send you an ad for like a shake weight, which you're likely to buy because because they lie to you and say it's like, yeah, do this for two minutes a day and you'll lose 400 pounds. And uh, you will never use it and then you'll stub your toe on it one day and remember that you're fat and want to die and you'll bash your own head in with the shake weight. I think what they here's here's the th- what I'm saying is like I think that once they have you on the crisis helpline, uh-huh. if they can like you know break you down and be like okay we can extract like you here's know. all they have to do once you text in I'm sorry Mike just send you a picture of a kitten immediately that's the best thing they can do they're like hey I'm in trouble and they should be like hello but then also they should be sending kitten pics immediately if somebody's got a drug problem I don't think kitten pictures are gonna help them. I mean, a little bit. Like a gif of them getting like kind of scared of something. You don't like a startled cat gif? No, I love a startled cat gif. I just don't understand how somebody who's like coming, you know, withdrawing on heroin is uh-huh. going to have any use for that. Make them momentarily forget that they're coming down off heroin. What were you going to say, Mike? What I was going to say is a company who who has like an accurate representation of what they can later sell you mm-hmm. is going to be that much more likely to like want to keep you alive, right? If they look at you now as like, oh, we can extract $1,200 out of this person over the course of the year, they're that much more likely to keep you alive because... But okay, they have your address, right? Okay. Right? So she said they try to get an address if you're at risk, right? Right. So let's say they got your address, right? You okay. live with your girlfriend. Sure. Now, they know you live with your girlfriend. They could probably figure out who your girlfriend is through big data, figure it out through Facebook posts and such, mm-hmm. right? They just, instead of keeping you alive, they just immediately start pitching her on coffins. <laughs> that's a big money item. That's a big ticket item, Mike. Yeah, but that's still a single purchase, right? There's no recurring there. Amazon keeps pitching the, like, 
get the easy button so that you can fucking do yeah, the but shit. then but then she they could they could still sell after that they could sell her a body pillow. You know what I mean? You really think I'm that replaceable, huh? I mean, probably some sort of dog. So rude. With a with a scratchable belly. <laughs> uh, I, I'm just probably like four. I'm, I'm not gonna say it's not super replaceable, Mike. Like I don't really know what you provide as far romantically, but I'm, I'm sure six to seven items would have it covered, Mike. <laughs> Like, I'm not saying I'm much better. I'm sure my girlfriend could just be like, yeah, like I could just buy like one of those things that helps you open jars. It seems like I don't really need him around anymore. You know what I mean? (laughs) Probably buy less beers, you know? (laughs) That's all that would change in your life? In her life? In her life. It's just in your home. Just less beers would be purchased? Yeah. I mean, she need one of those things to open jars, I guess. Fair enough. Yeah. Probably have to get an automatic uh, cat litter cleaner, uh, cat box, because I clean the cat box. Okay. Dishwasher. I usually wash the dishes, you know? I do that, Again, too. seven items. Within seven items. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, I think they get, your, your loved ones can get there in seven items or less, which they can all be pitched now, thanks to Crisis Text Line. And Crisis Text Line also knows that I, sadly, didn't make it, so, you know. Start selling to the girl. Yeah, then start selling her Match.com subscriptions. That's a recurring fee. Mm, you know what? This logic is foolproof. Dude, crisis, actually, you know, crisis text line kind of rules, dude. Honestly, it's kind of a sweet scam. It's kind of the best deal you could fucking do, dude. Just get suicidal teens and start pitching them shit. Yeah, that's the problem, though. Suicidal teens not going to have loved ones like that, right? Because you got to parents. Out their, yeah, but they're boomer parents. What are you going to market to them? Dude, suicidal male teens? There's going to be eight bitches who pretend that they were in love with that guy for five years. Oh, yeah. So you got, I mean, short term, but you got a year of like five grieving whores. They're not whores. They're high school girls. But you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like women love to attract, uh, attach themselves to a tragedy. I, oh, knew yeah. a, I knew a kid who got beat half to death and it made like the news. Uh-huh. And literally girls were like, I always like like that kid. And I was just like, no, you didn't. Like you literally like were calling him a creep like three months before he got beat half to death. In the street. Like, it's just like, what are you talking about? Like, you're just like, you're a liar. Just attach yourself to it. And it, it, the same thing probably goes in reverse. There's going to be like some dudes who want to honor some woman who killed herself. Is this getting too morbid? No, you're good. All right, good. Moving on. Let's talk about the fine people at breathefume.com. Mike, you know uh, Breathe Fume, right? Of course, Chris. Dude, they have a, a Canadian wood inhaler. I was using it the other day. Uh, I was using, I'm still I'm still in the peppermint. I still got a whole bag of that peppermint. I might switch back to the snickerdoodle flavor. But what it is is an inhaler. It helps you with your uh, your, your coordination. Uh, you know, when you have a hand to mouth fixation, like a toothpick kind of deal or cigarette. It's really for helping stop smoking or vaping. But I use it for other things, just nervous habits. Like when I go for a walk during the day, it's something to do with your hands. Kind of keeps you occupied. Lets your mind go. Without picking up your phone, even. It's just that kind of thing. Like, you don't necessarily need to be a smoker to use this product. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not and, a smoker. And it also helps, like, you know, just, just having, you know, essential oils in your body doesn't hurt. Well, they are. Period. It is the world super plants, right? So, uh, uh, the peppermint helps open up your lungs, which is great in the winter. I actually did a lot of biking on Saturday, which was the coldest day of the year. And, uh... uh 
I did have also the most popping day at fucking Brooklyn Comedy Club. It's great. It was it was very fun. I had a great night that night. Wild. To then we me. back to your house and got drunk afterwards. It was very fun, but just yeah. wild to me how crazy packed it was in that cold on Saturday. Uh, yeah, I I got there. I was like, what the fuck? You know what I think it is? Is people in that neighborhood? This is, has nothing to do with briefhume.com, but we'll get back to that in a minute. People in that neighborhood in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. It's a. Uh, I think they like to leave the neighborhood, right? Like that's like half the thing. It's like let's go out. But those are all those people that live, like, right near that bar. And then they really didn't want to go anywhere because it was fucking freezing. So they just went to the place close to their house. Mm. And it was just popping in there. It was very fun. And But here's the thing. A lot of those people were vaping, or, and they were going outside to smoke, and they'd come in, and a lot of them just, like, you know, you're wearing a big wool coat, and you're smoking cigarettes, it gets on this coat, and then it fucks you up. That's why if, if they had a fume, it would just be super plants in them, and they could drink more. Yeah, dude, you just keep going. Dude, I do that Lemonberry Bliss, dude. And I'm just like, dude, I don't even feel like I'm going to vomit from all these whiskey shots I'm taking anymore, dude. It's fucking great. It cuts right through it. It's like, it's like, it's like doing a lime after a tequila shot, but you don't look like a puss. Because it's a super plant, dude. Hell yeah. So you go to breathefume.com slash goon, use the promo code goon, and you're going to get 10% off your order. And free motherfucking shipping. Do you know how much it normally costs to ship super plants around the country? Tens of thousands. Dude, of dollars. my plug is spending so much money s- sending super plants around the, uh, around the country. But briefhume.com will give you free shipping on the world's super plants. If you go to briefhume.com slash goon, use the promo code goon, you can get 10% off. Wow. And free shipping. What? Hell yeah. Moving on. Oh. You you brought a story to the show, Mike, that I want to talk about. Um, which is it, it was a is a robbery story. It was very interesting. Um, it was it was a it was the it was the odd good guy with a gun story, right? I don't think there's anything odd about that. I think no, most no, no. Guys I, I don't mean that it's an good. odd story. I mean that it's a you never you you rarely hear the story of the good guy with a gun. Right. Unfortunately. Yes. For such cool stories. Yeah, dude. I mean, that's what all the movies are about. Charles Bronson. You never hear a true... that That's what I'm saying. You never hear a true good guy with a gun story. You see tons of... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I've been watching good guy with a gun stories all the time. I watched Nobody the other day. I don't know which one that is. Oh, the fucking... Uh, Bob Odenkirk? Better Call Saul? Yeah. I heard that shit was tight. Dude, it's tight, dude. It's... I'll talk to you a little bit about it after the show. Actually, we might as well just do a review of that movie next week. Okay. But, uh... Yeah, I want you you watch it next week and we'll talk about it next week. But this was a, a good guy with a gun story, a, a robbery story, robbery gone wrong for the perpetrator, and uh some interesting things. Can you can you play can you play the news story, Mike? Certainly. It was just instinct, man. It happened so quick. I didn't want to shoot him. But when I saw him swing around so fast, I didn't want to get shot either. Now pause. That's what a customer who opened fire. No, we were talking much earlier in the show about um, that was clearly a black guy talking, right? Certainly. I mean, I don't know for a fact, but as soon as I heard that, I was like, "Oh, okay, that's a, this is a super feel good story." So, is that what Aquafina was doing? I don't think. No, she was doing the black woman voice. Oh, okay. Yeah, which is gay men in general have been accused of that. Mm. Let's watch some more of this. Fire on a would-be robber inside a dollar store told Fox Ten News last night. Well, tonight. 
the family of that suspected thief is lashing out. Last night, you heard exclusively from the customer who stepped in to rescue store employees that were held at gunpoint. Hold on. Well, the family of the- these fucking newscasters on Fox 10 News. Where is this? Bob Grip and Lenice Legion. Uh, Those are fucking rapper names. Uh, Fox 10 News. First of all, Bob Grip looks like the devil. His eyebrows are devil eyebrows. Truth. Uh, Mardi Gras float tracker. Oh, this has got to be New Orleans. I'm assuming, yeah. Okay. Uh, It's got to be. Yeah. Mardi Gras float tracker is New Orleans. Uh, I assume this is somewhere in Louisiana. Um, But Bob Grip is, holy shit, is that just like a... A fucking spaghetti western ass name right there. Uh, yeah, covering Mobile, Alabama, and the Alabama Gulf Coast oh, region. Okay. Okay. Oh uh, yeah, Bob Grip. That guy does look old. Like, so wait a second. Maybe that was the leprechaun that had shot that guy from the Mobile Leprechaun. Yeah. Mm. If you got shot by a leprechaun, let me hear you say yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that racist? Can we allowed to do that? Uh, yes. Dude, we gotta get the racehorse well, back. You just dude. did the voice. That's the problem. Yeah, we gotta get the resource back. All right, I'll look into. I'll look into seeing if he's. Uh, he's missing, right? Well, I mean, you know, he left rehab, but uh, it seemed to be he seemed to be doing well before he left. So he might. He, you know, I'm thinking he's okay. All right. Well, hopefully we'll have the resource back next week. All right. Let's put, let's push play. That man says he shouldn't have gotten involved. Fox 10 News reporter Andrew Perez has more. From his hospital bed at USA Medical Center, 18-year-old Adric White waits for a jail bed. The teen already has robbery charges hanging over his head from September. On Tuesday, officials believe White struck again, but this time was different. He had the gun, the gun to his head. He had him on his knees. I drew my gun on him, and I said, hey, don't move. Um, at that point, he swung around, and before he had a chance to aim the gun at me, I, I fired. A Their customer who were not so identifying uh-huh. was shopping at the Family Dollar on Stanton Road when he says he saw White holding employees at gunpoint. The customer pulled out his own gun and fired five times while police say it was completely legal. White's family says they're angry. If his life was not in danger, if no one had a gun up to him, if no one pointed a gun at him, what gives him the right to think that it's okay to just shoot someone? You should have just left the store and left and went wherever you had to go in your car or whatever. Originally, right, we had... Pause inter- it real quick. Now, I respect his family for trying to put that out there just get out of there what what why would you you weren't you didn't have a gun but what do you what you, you got to assume somebody has a gun pointed at people they're going to shoot him i think that is we had to at least leave that that is a, a safe assumption if somebody has a weapon of death pointed at a person we have to assume they are planning on killing them correct yeah, I mean, the old rule is do not pull a gun unless you're planning on using it. Yes, it, it is a very... But at the same time, I do respect any family member that makes any excuse to save a fa- like to like help a family member. Well, come on now. He didn't have... <laughs> he, he didn't have your he blood on He was right by hands. the door. He could have sidled right the fuck out that bitch. <laughs> he literally could have just been like, well, pa- you mind if I leave? It's a family dollar. You know the clerk was white? He was black? You just let him out. Family dollar. Treat him like family. He could have just been like, mind my own business. He literally could have said, fam, 
minding my own business. Fam, get Take you- their dollars. <laughs> Got the fuck out of there. Fam, get your dollars. <laughs> Walked on out. Yeah, he could have cheered him on. He could have been like, yeah, get it. <laughs> Who the fuck knows? What, like, I I heard a st- I, I had a uh, lawyer once tell me, uh, I, I ran into this lawyer I knew, and he was talking to another guy who was working a case. And he was like, you want to hear something fucking funny? And you don't ever repeat this. Well, I'm going to. Uh, but he, this guy was working a gun case. And the cops set this woman up for a sting selling her a bunch of guns, okay. like 30 guns. And she was just like, well, I really don't think I should get as much time. Like, this is her defense. This is her defense. I don't think I should get as much time because the guns never made it to the street. So no one got hurt by these guns. They're new guns. I don't knock that defense either. Like... <laughs> That's actually, to me, kind of fair. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, for all I knew, you were going to shoot, you were going to hunt rats and do a public service with these guns. Sure. I didn't know they were used to kill people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It could be anything, Mike. Certainly. <laughs> so is there more to this story or is that it? <clears throat> oh, no. let's see some more. Okay. Interviewed White's parents about the cases, but they later called demanding that we not air it. Two robberies. That aunt wanted to be on the news, months, though. We asked one relative oh, no. about the accusations. Wait a second. Know, Wait a like second. I said, we don't know anything. We only know what we've been hearing secondhand through the news, so I would not like to come in because I don't know. As he recovers from his gunshot wounds and prepares for what's to come, the Baldwin County District Attorney's Office is filing to have his Pauses. bond revoked. They want. First of all, yeah, he should probably have his bond revoked because he's clearly addicted to robbing places. All right, I want to point this out. It doesn't say this. So he robbed a family dollar. was the most recent one. Now, first of all, I would never want to rob a place that I didn't think had large bills. Family dollar, everything's a dollar. There's a lot of people just coming in with singles. There's a lot of strippers coming in there for their weekly candy fix for big bags. Family dollar is the best candy, right? Or is that Dollar Tree? It's one of those two. They both have great candy. That's what I'm saying. The candy selections in those stores are great. It seems odd to want to run in there, grab a bunch of singles. I mean, maybe he was going to the strip club right after. He was like, give me all your dollars so I can go get some pussy. I don't know. uh, But it seems that he had... The first thing he was out on bond for was robbing an oyster restaurant. Right. Now, in Mobile, Alabama... I feel like that Oyster Shack might have been a higher-end restaurant. I'm not trying to shit on Mobile, Alabama, but I don't think they have any three Michelin-starred. Can you Google that, Mike? Do they have any three Michelin-starred restaurants in Mobile, Alabama? Sure. All right. Uh, 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 Let me know when you got that information. But that man is clearly addicted to just robbing places. If you go from the Oyster Shack, which probably probably had a good take. I bet he robbed them on a Friday. People take eating oysters, getting all boned up. It's an aphrodisiac. Um, and, and then he's going to family dollar. He just that guy is addicted to robbing. That's his thing that he likes to do. I think that's fair. Revoke his bond. Now, is there any three Michelin uh, restaurants in, uh, in Mobile, Alabama?
Let's see here. Uh, Usman's restaurant, I think. I mean, huh. Kamaru Usman? Oh, no. They only, uh, Michelin only reviews five cities in the United States. Okay. So there is none. Yeah. Okay. How many of the restaurants have you admitted? Google uh, best restaurant in Mobile, Alabama. Uh, okay. And if Red Robin comes up, we know that the Oyster House wasn't doing that well. What if Oyster House comes out as like the the top of the top? Yeah. Then this guy's clearly addicted to robbing. Or like maybe he got a taste by he robbed the nicest place in the town, and he was like, "Fuck!" He went to that he went to that tree to try to find the leprechaun. Couldn't get the gold. It was like, I got to rob something. And he just went to Dollar Tree. <laughs> Maybe he tried to jump up by going to rob the leprechaun. Okay, so I have the 15 best restaurants in Mobile. You want to take a look? Let's take a look. Okay, we have Dauphin's. That sounds pretty good. On the 34th floor of the RSA Trustmark Bank Building in downtown Mobile. Romantic dining, fine dining experience. All right, all right. Touches of Creole and Caribbean. All right, what? Oh, well, you can't rob that place. It's all the way on the 30th fourth floor you have to rappel down that's crazy be ridiculous yeah we need a bungee jump let's let's see what else is going on the dumb waiter all right casual upmarket restaurant with a raw bar okay five bar none of these things seem that great noja based in little turn oh this looks pretty good let's keep going Osmonds. Osmonds. Poor baby. This looks like a stock photo from something else. Yes. But what I'm saying is, like, these places don't seem... We're scrolling through these. They don't seem like the noble... First of all, go back up. Rob the noble south. (laughs) What the fuck is wrong with you, bud? You're robbing a restaurant in the family dollar. You got shot... By a good black guy with a gun at Family Dollar. And the noble... Actually, he probably would have got shot in the noble south, too. For certain. I don't know, man. They wouldn't have been able to load those muskets quick enough to get them. (laughs) Hey, on the noble south. (laughs) Three guys got shot at the same time trying to tear the pouch of gunpowder to pour into the pistol. Yeah. Yeah, so it seems... Seems like this man just likes robbing things. I don't even think he needed the money. He's probably still got that oyster money hidden away. He's got all those pearls somewhere. He's also only 18. Oh, Jesus Christ. Fuck. Throwing your whole life away at 18. It's crazy. <sighs> That's probably why they, another reason why they didn't show the other guy. If he's 18 and just fucking... Like, that's why they didn't show the guy who shot him. You know what I mean? Like... An 18-year-old who is robbing places like that has friends who are probably also fucking lunatics. Well, yeah, I mean, that's what the mom said. The mom said he just fell in with the wrong crowd, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, really? Yeah. That's what the article says? Yeah, yeah, I mean, whatever. That, uh, it's mob mentality at that age. Everybody, myself included, everybody has committed atrocities at that age. Certainly. At least to the point of their own personal community. So I feel bad that this kid's going to jail. Hopefully he gets addiction counseling for his addiction to robbing places. Um, yeah, maybe he could just text MG and rubber band to that service. And, and then they would have came through and got him a methadone patch for robbing places. What's a methadone? I think a methadone patch for robbing things is like a girlfriend 
who looks the other way on you stealing her ATM card, right? Yes. Right, yeah, like yeah. you've known guys who've had that girlfriend who just like had more money than them and like kind of like they were like stealing for like years. Well, no, no. I think the you know at that point the, the way to do that is just you know while she's doing the dishes, come up and like just wrap your hands around her waist and be like, "Baby, I need a PS Five, though." Mm. Fair enough. Is that is that how you talk to Alex? Yeah. <laughs> Moving. I do need a PS Five. All right, Mike, let's do one thing and we'll get out of here. Um, let's go with, uh, you You sent me, you showed me a fight video at Golden Corral. Oh, hell yes. Hell fucking yes. Where is this thing? No, that's not it. That's not it either. What is, what in tarnation? Here we go. Raw news first. This will be a quick one and we'll get the fuck out of here. I just want to watch this fight. Okay, so apparently... There was a steak shortage at the Golden Corral. Now, Golden Corral, are they no? Is it like Sizzler? Are they known for the steak, or is it more of a crab legs buffet? Because it's a buffet, right? It's a buffet, but it's honestly, it's known for whatever the seasonal item is, right? So it's like you know they, they'll be like, oh, this week Golden Corral, or you know, come on down to Golden Corral for short rib time, or like you know, king okay. crab leg, or whatever the case may be. It, it changes whatever their like okay. main attraction is. There was briefly a Golden Corral in Brooklyn. I never got a chance to go. Been to one Golden Crown in my life. It, it was. It replaced the Sizzler, and then that same location is now in Applebee's. So what I did was when I went to the Golden Corral, mm-hmm. didn't even bother getting plates. Just took the like the plastic tray they give you and loaded that up with food directly. Gross. Uh, yeah, the people who worked there did not like it. Oh really? Yeah, they were like, "This is disrespectful." I was like, "This establishment is disrespectful to food." Wait a second. You just took the raw tray. <laughs> yeah. And put food directly on it. Yeah. It's pretty disgusting. Uh, what did you get? Everything. You just loaded it up? Why didn't you just get plates? You can go back. Nah. Oh, you can go walking. That's crazy. I came to Golden Corral to eat, son. Well, I guess, yeah, you're corralled in once you're there. Corrals are meant to keep you from walking, right? <laughs> That's the whole point of them? Yeah, I was corralled. You should have told them that. <laughs> should have been like, I don't know if you know what a corral does, idiot. Mm-hmm. But I'm not supposed to graze. I'm supposed to sit and eat. It's a corral, you fucking moron. Maybe that's why you work at Golden Corral. These are golden handcuffs. Go back to school. <laughs> golden Working at Golden Corral is golden handcuffs? Yeah, but like golden brown deep fried handcuffs. <laughs> They're easily broken. It's just onion rings. That's only if you get the management. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's, let's watch the fight. So they're mad because the steak that is the special of the week is out Mm-hmm. And I want to say, this is a large group of people very angry before you even hit play. 40 people. <sighs> Let's go. I see them online with the plates here. Really? Oh, the high chair went up. There's a dead baby somewhere in there. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. My man is high-tailing it as quick as he can. Oh, yeah. shit. Oh, shit. Dude, the guy in the suit. Yeah, there's people that are just there for dinner. 
I don't think anybody showed up for a chair fight. Holy fuck, dude. <laughs> this is like ECW in the 90s. Oh, shit, a table. Somebody's going to throw a table? That's crazy. Oh, dude, this employee got him to drop the table, and meanwhile, two people threw chairs at her. Yeah, that's true. Oh, shit. This guy's trying to play white knight, get that waitress out of there. This dude's got playing dodgeball rules. He's just holding a chair. Yeah, 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 he's rolling up. (laughs) Big fat white guy. Oh, he threatened to throw it at the guy in the Why street. is there a bouncer? <laughs> I love how the sign on the wall says gather round. Yeah, it's real homey in there. <laughs> Those three old white men really were wiling in the Golden Corral. Holy <laughs> shit. They were in the mix. Were those like Vietnam vets? Vietnam vets are too old now. And they're too, those guys are too young for Iraq. What the fuck did we just watch? Holy shit. It's pretty wild. I thought that guy, that guy looked so infirmed when he was just pushing the high chair to kind of like position himself to throw it at someone. I thought he was in a walker. Yeah, me too. It's cra- That was a crazy fucking fight. Mm-hmm. Now, we got to obviously compare it to... Um, uh, fucking our our classic Waffle House. The staff did nothing to intervene. It, in this one? Yeah. I mean, what they did you? something. They weren't fighting. If that was a Waffle House staff, someone would get jump kicked through a window. Sure, but the Waffle House staff also wouldn't be wrestling tables and chairs out of, out of a customer's That's hand. That's true. They would allow that to go down. They would just be trying to fight them, right? So I think like as far as de-escalating and getting the thing is, as, you know. I feel like if you work at a buffet that is as... So Golden Corral is the one-step up buffet, right? It's CeCe's Pizza Buffet, and then second is Golden Corral, correct? Sure. Like the... CeCe's is the trashiest, right? Well, yeah, I mean, because it's pizza. Like, and badly made pizza. And it's like $2. What, to like go in there? Like, I think at lunch, it's like, it might be $4. <laughs> it's expensive, but... CeCe's, we, I feel like it's cheap, dude. I bet it's under $8. Let's look. Let's look. Because Golden Corral's got to be twelve ninety nine at lunch. But then again, CeCe's Pizza, they could just repurpose the pizza all the time. Yeah, there's no delineation between... In there, guys would have just been discussing pizza trays. Wow. Uh, so, all-you-can-eat buffet option that starts at $5.99 in most locations, and they offer a $3.99 coupon. There you go. That's CeCe's. Wow. Okay, yeah. our current adult buffet price at this location is $6.99 so far. I'm just saying, it's like CeCe's is the place where homeless eat. <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, if you can't rustle up six ninety nine once a week, you know what I mean? Like, in the course of a week, you should be able to panhandle your way to six ninety nine to eat enough CCs to sustain you for a week of crack smoking. Right? Uh, Golden Crowl is ten twenty nine a person. There you go. It's almost double. Hmm. 
I'm just saying, he's like, that would have been a bloodbath in a CC's. They were like, yo, that's the one pepperoni with the cups, where the pepperoni's cupped up. I'll fucking kill you. Those are like actual, they'll, the pizza's so hard, they could slice your throat with the pizza at CC's. Is that a shiv or a slice? <sighs> Damn, you just got sliced by a slice? Damn. Motherfucker smacking it cheese side down under their fucking hands. Have three of them on each side like Wolverine. Mm. Oh, fuck. CeCe's fight next week. Moving on. Mike, this is the end of the show. We'll do a couple quick plugs. And we'll get the fuck out of here. I think it was a fun show. How do you feel? This is a great one. I think it was good. I think it was good. It could be better. It's not great. Good. Very good show. Uh, uh, Nineteen uh, minutes past, supposed to us supposed to be out of this place. True enough. Uh, 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 you know, follow Mike VM Harrington on all the platforms. Follow me at Chris from BKL on all the platforms. And again, come out to uh, Rhode Island Comedy Connection over at uh, uh, Rhode Island with me and Justin Silver this weekend. And uh, go to Mike's Club if you're in New York and go to Broken Comedy Club and support them. They book very many good comedians to good time. Thank you very much. Good night. Well, show me the way. To the next whiskey bar Oh, don't ask why Oh, don't ask why Show me the way To the next whiskey bar Oh, don't ask why Oh, don't ask why For if we don't find The next whiskey bar I tell you we must die I tell you we must die I tell you, I tell you, I tell you we must die
say goodbye.